Have you ever wondered why God gave us two parents, a mother and a father? Why wouldn't one parent have sufficed? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page six, Daf Vav of Chagiga, and we learn that a mother brings love of Judaism and life to her child, while the father's job is to provide the reverence and awe of heaven. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with the story. Elkanah the Ephraimite had two wives, one named Hannah and the other Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah was childless. The family would go up from their town every year to worship and to offer sacrifices at the tabernacle in Shiloh. On one such occasion, Elkanah offered a sacrifice. He used to give portions of meat to his wife Penina and to all her sons and daughters, but to Hannah he would give only one portion. For although Hannah was a favorite, Hashem had closed her womb, and sadly Penina would constantly remind Hannah that Hashem had closed her womb. This happened year after year. Every time she went up to the house of Hashem, Penina would taunt her, making her so upset that she would spend the entire time weeping and refused to eat anything. Elkanah said to her, Hannah, why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? Why are you so sad? Am I not more devoted than ten sons? One year after they'd eaten and drunk at Shiloh, Hannah arose, making her way to the house of Hashem. The high priest Eli was sitting on the seat near the entrance of the tabernacle. In her desolation, she prayed to Hashem, weeping all the while. She made this vow, O Hashem, if you will look upon my suffering and grant me a child, I will dedicate him to your service all the days of his life. As she davened, Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah was praying in her heart, and only her lips moved. Her voice couldn't be heard. So Eli thought she was drunk. Eli says to her, How long will you make a drunken spectacle of yourself? Sober up! But Hannah replies, Oh no, my lord, I'm a very unhappy woman. I have drunk no wine nor other strong drink, but I have been pouring out my heart to Hashem. Don't take your maidservant for a worthless woman. I have only been speaking all this time out of my great anguish and distress. Then go in peace, said Eli, and may Hashem, God of Israel, grant you what you have asked of him. She answered, You're most kind to your handmaid. She leaves, she eats, and she is no longer downtrodden. The next morning... She bowed before Hashem, and they made their way back to Ramah. Elkanah knew his wife Hannah, and Hashem remembered her. Hannah conceives, and at the turn of the year, bears a son. She names him Shmuel, meaning, I asked Hashem for him. And when Elkanah and all his household were going up to offer the sacrifices, that year Hannah didn't go up. She'd said to her husband, when the child is weaned, I will bring him. For when he has appeared before Hashem, he must remain there for good. Elkanah said to her, do as you think best. Stay home until you've weaned him. May Hashem fulfill his word. So Hannah stays home and nurses her son until she weans him. And when she's weaned him, she takes him up with her along with three bulls, one eighth of flour and a jar of wine. And although the boy is still very young, she brings him to the house of Hashem at Shiloh. After slaughtering the bull, they bring the boy to Eli. She says, please, my lord, as you live, my lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you and prayed to Hashem. It was this boy I prayed for, and Hashem has granted me what I asked of him. I in turn hereby lent him to Hashem. For as long as he lives, he is lent to Hashem. And they bowed low there before Hashem. Let's look at today's Gemara. Says the Mishnah, 
who is considered a child. Any child who is unable to ride on his father's shoulders and ascend from Jerusalem to the Temple Mount, this is a statement of Beis Shammai. Beis Hillel says, any child who is unable to hold his father's hand and ascend on foot from Jerusalem to the Temple Mount, as it is stated, three festivals, three regalim, says the Gemara. Reb Zera asks, who brought him here to Jerusalem? Abayah said to him, with regard to the way here, as his mother is also obligated in rejoicing the festival, his mother brought him. From this point forward, if he is able to ascend and hold his father's hand from Jerusalem to the Temple Mount, he is obligated, and if not, he is exempt. Rebbe responded in the place of Beis Hillel that according to the statement of Beis Shammai, but Hannah did not ascend, for she said to her husband, until the child is weaned when I will bring him, but Shmuel was able to ride on his father's shoulders. His father said to him, according to your reasoning, ask about Hannah herself. Wasn't she obligated in rejoicing? Rather, Hannah saw in Shmuel the need for extra pampering, and she was concerned about Shmuel lest he experience weakness from the journey. Let's analyze the Gemara. Men and women have different roles in life, even when it comes to parenting. Both are vital to sustaining Judaism. To bring out the very best in a child, the parents each have a distinct part to play in the midst of the temple pilgrimage. The mother joyously brings the child to Jerusalem, and the father reverently takes him up to the temple mount and into the temple. To achieve any goal in life, you need both elements, passion and discipline. You need to be excited to get up in the morning and work toward your goals. But you also need to be disciplined to ensure you get there in a systematic fashion. These two aspects are called Ahava and Yira, love and fear of God. If your relationship with the Almighty is only a love relationship, then inevitably you'll become lax in your spiritual service as the passion and excitement ebb and flow along the way. Along with the passion, you need the reverence and discipline to make sure you're always on target to achieve your spiritual goals. Nowadays, a child's education is synonymous with formal schooling. But Judaism has always understood that education begins at home. King Solomon declares, Hear, my son, the discipline of your father, and do not forsake the guidance of your mother. The mother's role is to instill in her children the joy and love of Judaism. She has the responsibility of the long and arduous journey of bringing them to Jerusalem, of infusing their lives with passion for our heritage. The father then takes the child by the hand to the temple, bringing him into the formalities of Torah and prayer with awe and reverence, disciplining his child to serve Hashem faithfully and with appropriate fear of heaven. When Elkanah encouraged Hannah to bring Shmuel, she responded he wasn't ready yet. A mother knows her child intimately. Only she knew when her child would be ready to be handed over to the temple service. And every child is different. Some will need more love, others more discipline. Parents' job is to imbue their children with the right balance of ahava and yira, love and fear to become servants of God. You and your spouse are partners in the transmission of our heritage. Each partner brings an important element to the family and each aspect is indispensable. Your kids need to grow to love their Judaism. At the same time, like anything of value in life, they need to be taught that spirituality requires discipline and awe. May you work together to manifest the unique ingredients that each child needs to become a servant of God, a lifelong Eved Hashem, wishing you a transformative day. Hashem, Baruch Hu.
Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.